What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Jack of All, a podcast where we look at everything we can, pull inspiration, and seek truth, even in the things that you think, surely there's no truth in that. Well, you bet your tush there's some truth in that, and we're going to find it, baby. All right, headline today. There's a restaurant in South Carolina that's suing a woman over a bad Facebook review. What has this world come to? Um, the restaurant is saying that this is slander. And all right, so here I read through the story. Allegedly, this woman comes in with a coupon from like a year and a half ago when the restaurant had a different name and was under different management. And when they told her, sorry, coupon was for the old place, this lady goes bananas, right? throws a huge fit. They even go as far as to comp her like three drinks, but still, she is beside herself. And she says as she's leaving, I'm going to destroy you on social media. So she goes to Facebook and here's the quote. She says, or this is the review, whatever. Awful food, dot, dot, dot. Found a worm in my sushi, Also had a fast-crawling bug on the wall. The Junga Game, I guess that's the name of the restaurant, is a germ carrier. Go and enjoy if you don't care, because the new owner doesn't at all. So the restaurant doesn't take kindly to this and retorts on Facebook, mind you. Hi, Doreen. Your visit last night is on our camera, and you never ordered any food. No sushi was made for you. You and your father came in last night with a $30 off coupon, dated October 27th from blah, 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 blah. But sorry, we are now blah, 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 blah. And I find it really sad that you would stoop so low to post lies about a business because of your anger. You did let the staff know that you would get on social media and ruin our business. Those are your words. Then later in a Facebook post, they said, we tried to reach out to you several times and we'll be pressing legal action. Okay, so last podcast, we talked about lawsuits. Uh, So we're not going that way. We're looking at a different issue today. First of all, who knows, right? Who knows about this story? Nobody knows the truth on this story. You, You never know. There's two sides, and we don't know the validity of either side. This Doreen lady could be just bat crap crazy, or she could be spot on, right? Who knows? Let this also just be a reminder to all of us to read Yelp reviews with a grain of salt, right? Because, I mean, who are are we trusting? We don't know these people from Adam. Um, Preferences, I don't know, preferences are opinions. (laughs) They're opinions, some guy who thinks the bread bowl is outstanding at one place, that could not be my cup of tea. Me personally, I like store-bought mac and cheese. If you take me to a nice restaurant, they have like nice mac and cheese. No way, man. Get that crap out of here. Give me craft mac and cheese where I put that weird orange powder that looks like tang into a bunch of horribly cooked noodles because I'm bad at it. Give me that all day long, right? That's my opinion. Is it the right opinion? (laughs) Probably not, (laughs) especially in that circumstance, but that's mine. So anyway, preferences are opinions. Take it easy on Yelp reviews. 
Uh, and you're going to find that if you care that much about somebody else's opinion and preference, that is going to consume your life. You will consume your life trying to manage other people's perceptions and opinions. Really, that can consume you. Right? So these guys, let's take this for example. These guys, this restaurant, they were mad enough to seek legal action because of, uh, okay, I guess it wasn't totally an opinion, but I wonder, right? Um, it was the worms, maybe it was the worms comment that she said found worms in my sushi. And they're like, no, you didn't. Uh, you didn't even have sushi. I wonder what they would have done if this lady would have changed it just a little bit. If she would have said, worst sushi of all time, you know, disgusting. You could tell they didn't care about it. And that stems from the ownership, you know, stay away from this place. I wonder if she would have done something that was so obviously an opinion, if they still would have sued for slander when she had something against the place. Um, yeah, I don't know. When I worked at a church, we got horrible reviews sometimes. We got Yelp reviews that were so off base, you guys. Uh, I remember this one, this one guy said uh, for, about the church, these guys are taking people's money and spending it on ski trips and uh, and buying designer jeans. Sorry, music there. Or not designer jeans, what they say. Buying designer shoes. Don't give to this place. They're just, you know, using their money on themselves. And it, I mean, obviously, couldn't have been more off base. Me, I have one pair of shoes that I buy a year, and it's always from Nordstrom Rack for like $30. And the ski trip that he was talking about was actually our staff retreat to a house in Utah. There was no snow anywhere. Uh, and the house was donated by by somebody for us to stay in, so we didn't pay for it. Anyway, I only say that to prove a point that there was zero truth to it. Right? Zero. Did it fire me up? Uh, maybe a little bit. Not too much. Because it was so ridiculous that I found it easy to dismiss. Um, but more importantly, there are ridiculous things said all the time. All the time. About our work, about us, about, I'm sure when I get older, about my kids. And how much are we going to let it affect us? Leads us into today's story. My brother, who I've talked about on here before... Uh, 6'11", stud, started all four years at Washington State for basketball, um, which is impressive for sure. Um, I've always just had this special place in my heart for my bro because my parents divorced and my dad wasn't really ever there. I felt this huge like paternal obligation to my brother. Uh, I really, I really love him and I viewed one of my roles as kind of protector for him, which is probably ridiculous because he's way smarter than I am and way more mature, but whatever. Uh, so Robbie's freshman year, he was skinny as all get out. How skinny, you ask? Great question. He was 6'10", 185. Oh my, think about that. 6'10", 185. 
that's skinny enough where you can see like the different food items make their way down whenever he eats them. You can just see him in his chest going toward his stomach. You're like, hey, look, there's a Pop-Tart. Or an external hard drive. One of those two. He's eaten one of those two things recently. Uh, so, anyway, even at 6'10", 185, Robbie was starting in what was at that time the Pac-10, which is impressive, but not easy. He, he, I wouldn't say he's struggling, but it's a struggle, man. It, it was a fight. Um, anyway, I've said before that Rob's a stud, but he is, and he's always had influence way beyond his years. College was no different. He led small groups. Uh, he talked about spiritual stuff with his coaches and even coaches of other sports. I'm telling you, he was the man. So that's all to set this up. One day, well, actually every day, according to Robbie, when they left practice, they would pass this office building and it became part of their routine to do something goofy in front of this window. So uh, the window was tinted. They couldn't see anything, but they just... They thought it was super funny that they would do goofy things and they were just imagining the reaction of people inside the window. So that was their thing they did every day. Now, I know these kids on the basketball team. I went up and hung out with the team enough to know uh, they're good kids, man. They're goofy as I'll get out, but they're good kids. They're harmless. So I'm sure it was just, um, you know, we think we're funnier than we really are kind of innocent goofiness type of thing. So one day, either they're leaving practice and Robbie's not with them or they're doing something and Robbie's not with them and they pass this building. Uh, anyway, point is Rob's not there, but they're borrowing Robbie's car. And so they pass that window and they decide to do the Dumb and Dumber dance. If you ever seen the movie Dumb and Dumber when Jim Carrey's trying on the different tuxedos and then he finds the one he loves and he does this like crazy, insane, goofy tap dancing move. So the guys do that to be funny and then they get in Rob's car and they leave. Well, apparently some lady runs out, sees the license plate of the car, Robbie's car, goes to the police and say and says that Robbie, who wasn't even with them, knocked on the window uh, like pulled his eyes back kind of in a racist way and yells into the building, Asians are taking all the white people's jobs. Remember, my brother, my brother's pretty much a Bible character, right? <laughs> so it goes even further. She files a restraining order against my brother who wasn't even there. And however it happens, the newspaper catches wind of the story and prints her side of the story in the paper and it absolutely catches fire this is in pullman washington uh which is just a full college town and it goes berserk everybody with any agenda latches onto this particular story and begins to shape their own narrative for whatever entitled athletes or you name it it's getting put onto this and my brother's the subject and it's to the point where people were coming to the basketball games with signs that said bench the bigot guys i'm i'm this poor undersized freshman trying to do everything right is now the subject of like some severe 
hatred and it broke my heart, man. It broke my heart. It would have crushed my mom if Robbie hadn't shielded the worst of it from her. And I had this convo with Rob. I talked to him during that time and, you know, kind of feeling that protective instinct. I'm just like, dude, what can I do? And I said, bro, I'm so sorry. And I asked him, I said, what are you going to do? And what he told me is stuck with me forever. And he said, dude, I either trust God or I don't. (laughs) I can't trust him only when things are good. And he said, I'm going to be all right. It's all going to work out. I told you, he's a Bible character. So, all right, so fast forward four years. My brother is awarded his senior year the Pac-10 Scholar Athlete of the Year Award, which is a really big deal. I was so proud of him. And for the four years he was playing ball, um, I remember I was all over the message boards. Every college has a message board, and so just because I loved, you know, in a sense of pride, reading stories about Robbie, I would always look up different stories on the message boards. So Washington State, where, where he went, their message boards, the Pac-10 message boards, the other teams in the Pac-10's message boards, I knew everything about everyone who played at that time. Well, the Washington State message board posted this story, right? The Robbie getting Pac-10 Scholar Athlete of the Year. And the first comment under the story is from some guy from the rival school from University of Washington. And he says, yeah, too bad he's a racist. And I was livid. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? A smear campaign on this amazing achievement? Oh, bro. We're talking trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers, right? I'm just so ready to raise hell in the comment section. But I thought, all right, chill out. Sleep on it. And I thought, if you still want to in the morning, fine, but don't act right away. So I went to sleep, woke up the next morning, and I said... I'm going to annihilate this guy. (laughs) Nothing had changed, right? And so I get on the message boards, and I'm so ready to write this scathing reply to this comment. And under this guy's post, this comment, there are like 50 comments just overnight. And every one of them says, quote, I don't know what the allegations were his freshman year, but I know they can't be true. Robbie is one of the best men I know. Or one would be, you know, Robbie leads my Bible study, and I know we must not have had the whole truth. There were 50 comments like that. I didn't even have a chance to reply because everybody else did it for me. And I thought back to what Robbie said about, dude, I I either trust God or I don't. You know? I can't just trust him when things are good. And this is too intense of a comparison, I get that, but this is a story it made me think of. When when Jesus was arrested, uh, they falsely accused him from every angle possible. They came at him with a whole bunch of different stuff, and which to me is just, you talk about heartbreaking. The people who he loves and came to suffer and die for were lying to get him arrested. <laughs> And he stood there and didn't say a thing, not a word, not a word of defense. There's never been a more influential person in the history of the world 
And in this time when it seemed like maybe his reputation was going to get crushed to the point of not being able to recover, he didn't offer a single word of defense. And still, look, look, look at not just legacy, but of the life change that continues to happen. Um, So here's the takeaway. Man, don't give people the power to control you. You know? Don't give people the power to control you. You're going to come across some people who are hurt, very hurt. And their subconscious desire is to make other people hurt like they do. And they're going to be malicious. There will be malicious words. There's going to be accusations. There's going to be people who hang on to offenses for far too long. Now, there is a beautiful verse, Romans 12, 18, it says this, If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. I love that. If it's possible, man, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Don't go to, oh, well, they're crazy. Uh, Don't immediately go to that. Don't just dismiss. Your first question is always to ask, what does love require of me here? Right? What does it mean for me to really love this person? But sometimes, reconciliation isn't wanted by the other party, right? I'm sure that you've encountered that. And they may continue to slander, and they may continue to say malicious things, things that are untrue or bringing up things that are true from your pet, whatever it is. Um, But instead of addressing what's said, instead of consuming yourself with defense and convincing people that this isn't true or that isn't true or, well, they're putting a spin on this. Instead of getting consumed with that, stop, man. Don't do that. That is a full-time job. Managing other people's opinions is a full-time job that will lead nowhere. You're going to be a dog chasing your own tail. Instead, live your life well. Man, live your life well. Live your life beautifully. Live your life in a way that four years from now, the comments under your accusations say, I don't know what happened back then, but I'll tell you who I know this person to be now. I don't know. Don't don't let it consume you. Nothing good happens when you're stagnant. Nothing good happens when you are preoccupied or distracted, you know? But it just seems like when we have this, the shackles off of us that we're not held captive by that, when we are free from the judgment and malice of others, and our eyes are on this brilliant path that God has put in front of us, and we find that the comments that other people make start to hurt a little less, you know, compared to like the peace and the joy of living a life of freedom, so... Anyway, that's some encouragement today. Say, you're created uniquely for a purpose, and you have a path that's laid out in front of you. And I would encourage you, instead of being consumed with trying to defend yourself or convince people of a certain thing, or or maybe even you're caught in this game of trying to make yourself look better than you really are, recognize that you are enough and the path that is set out in front of you is not for somebody else. It's not for the person you're portraying or trying to pretend to be. It's for who you really are. Connect with that person. Trust God, whether the circumstances are good or bad in the middle of this. And keep your eyes up 
because freedom and fulfillment are available for you today. All right. I love you guys. I really do, man. I've in a weird way because it's just me talking. I've I've loved this and felt connection inside of this. So, we're going to keep this going. Hope you have a great day. We'll try again tomorrow.